Good morning. Welcome to Church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to the YouTube chat line, and I can respond to your questions and comments. Uh, good morning again, everybody. Morning. Let me just say Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, because this coming Thursday is Thanksgiving, and I want to say from everybody at the radio show and the Fall Estate and Bob, we really appreciate all of you. All right, you, you, some of you volunteer, uh, some of you work for us, you donate, you pray for us. So thank you for all that. And I hope you have a good uh, Thursday and Friday. We're not going to be doing the show live on Thursday and Friday because it's holiday time. Uh, but we will be here next Sunday. All right. Um, do anyone have any questions for me or comments or anything before I get rolling? No? Everybody free already? Nobody had a life? Yes. The person does not like to read, but he listens to you all the time. And he oh, hold on for a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> so restate your question. Are you going to put your books on audio ever? Because my husband doesn't like to read. Uh, I am. Okay. I'm about to find someone that knows how to read to do it for me. Okay. But I will do it. Okay. Is your husband black? No. Oh, because you said he doesn't like to read. He hates to read. <laughs> 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 First thought was he was black. No. Do you oh. see how do you see how like that one is? That's his that's his son. <laughs> oh. But sometimes black guys make babies with white women and the baby come out white. Okay. Um look at that one. We don't look white. Yeah, but we have some that look that are <laughs> black and you would never know. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. This is your first time here? Yes, we're from Texas. Oh, really? Yeah. What part of Texas? Uh, south of Houston. Well, welcome to L.A. and welcome to here. Thank you for coming. Yeah, we had to make a trip here to see you. The only Sunday he's been off, so we're here. That's amazing. <laughs> Any questions for me or anything? No, just the audio. We're just oh. wondering about the books. You came all the way to ask me that? No, just to hear you, <laughs> okay. actually, to hear you, but I did want to know about I'm glad, books. whatever reason is. Thank you for coming. No problem. All right. Is this your first time? You, you're from Texas? Any questions for me? What's your name? Okay. Oh, give her the mic. I'm oh, here. I have no questions. You, are you nervous about the mic? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't bite. Because we're in theater. I don't use a mic. You project. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're in theater? Yeah. Right. Uh, and so you shouldn't be afraid of the mic. Yeah. Any, um, have you overcome your anger? What? You, do you still have <laughs> Do you watch my show? No. So they, you, just, they just were like, hey, let's go. I'm like, cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, she's new to you. Oh, she is? <laughs> Everything. Really? Yeah. Well, hang in there. You'll see what I'm about in a minute. All right. All right. And you from Texas, too? Yes, sir. And how old are you? I'm 13. Hey, 13. And um, you watch my show? Yes, sir. You do? Yes, and what sir. do you think about it? I, I love it. Oh, uh, right on. What do you love about it? I just... I, uh, one thing I am impressed about is that you never get mad uh, when you're talking to people. Yeah. But I just love the stuff you talk about, and I love your beliefs and stuff. So. Right on, man. I'm glad you're here. Any questions for me or anything? No, sir. All right. And how do you deal with your parents when they're acting out? I listen to them and try and not make them mad. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you remind them when they're getting mad. Hey, you need to calm down. You're angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when, when Daddy acts up, you remember. Uh, 
That's okay. right. All right. Hey, Dad, cool it. You're acting like a beta male. <laughs> and he'll stop. <laughs> no man wants to admit he's a beta male. All right. Well, I'm glad you came. Thank you. All right. Um, this is not your first time, right? Oh, yeah, that's this right. Is my second time. This is your son's first time. Yes. What's your name? Uh, Teth. And how old are you? 12. And do you watch my show? No. So you have no idea what I'm about, right? No. All right. Well, I'll get to you in a minute. All right. Um, any other, anybody have a, you have, did you say you have a question? A comment? Okay. Uh, you, you talked uh, earlier this week about passion and how it's not, you know, good thing and uh, I make music and sing and play piano and stuff so I'm trying to find a, a, a way of because I want to feel it and put my heart into it but uh, I want to distinguish the difference between having passion when I'm singing on stage or playing and yeah and not you know so I are you a passionate person I think I haven't been in the past but I realize from hearing you talk about it how it's a destructive thing because you can have an, a, attachments to things and yeah. kind of You say you have been, but you're not now? I have been in the past. Are you but passionate I'm, now? No longer. You're not passionate? But when, I, but when I play and sing at the piano, I have, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what that is because I'm feeling it and my heart's in it. Yeah. But I guess, you know. But you it, can let yourself, when you're doing your music or your acting, you can let yourself, it's just a role you're playing. And right. once you're done with it, drop it. So it's like a cheat code to have the outlet of passion. Yes. Just hold on <laughs> to it until you're done with it and let it go. All right. Yeah. Thank All you. All right. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Right here. Yes, sir. I'll go first. Okay. Hey, uh, Jesse, uh, I've been listening to you for about a year, and uh, I mean, I love what you do. So Thank you, I'm man. really happy. I'm from Ohio, actually. I, I had a wedding yesterday, a uh, oh, friend. Wow. What's I got your name? No I'm Finn. Hi, Finn. Yeah. Thank you for coming, Thank man. you for having me. You got married or someone else? No, no, no my friend got married. Oh. Uh, yeah. W were you thinking, I'm never doing that? No, no, I'm married. Oh, that, That's man. a problem. That's why I got a question for you. It's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try to warn your friend not to do it? Oh, you, I gave, I, you know how they have the, the wedding cards? You can buy a wedding, anniversary, sympathy. I bought him a sympathy card. <laughs> <laughs> I said, sorry for the sad time. Yeah, and when they said, when the preacher said, if there's anyone here who think that these people should not get married, did you raise your hand? I did. I let it slide. Oh, okay. They didn't even ask. It was a woman preacher. She didn't even ask. A, a woman did the yeah. wedding? Yes, sir. That wedding is not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> it started out wrong. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so my question is, uh, when I married my wife, I... How long have you been married? We've been married four years. Four, four, four years? Four years, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm 31, so oh, 27. Yeah. It was a shotgun wedding. You can still see my stepfather's gun in the, in the background. I know about those. Yeah. And uh, so we got married, but I didn't realize the alpha, beta, beta male thing, I'd probably be on the other side of the continuum. Yeah. Uh, but now... I'm learning about all this stuff, and she she won't take me that serious. She doesn't. Uh, now you're not the head, you know. You're yeah. not the head of me because I asked her. I said, "What? Well, am I the head of you?" No, 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 no. We're we're equal. Amazing. So now I'm like, fuck. What do I what do I do? Oh man, you're in a mess. Yes, sir. Uh, you have children. Two. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's sad. Especially now that you're just waking up. Exactly. But don't worry about it. As long as you're waking up, God will work it out for you. 
Okay. He really, really will work it out because you're becoming his son and he loves his children. He will work it out. So just take it one day at a time. Okay. And you don't have to ask her if you're the head of her or not. You are the head. You just start being that example mm -hmm. as Christ is ahead of you. You, you, you know, deal with the moment. With truth, it'll all work itself okay. out. And if she, does, if she decides to leave, she'll be leaving, but you and your kids will stay together. But uh, just don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. As long as you're there for your kids mm -hmm. and be honest with your wife. Don't be needy of her. Don't try to get her love. Right. Because she doesn't have love to give. And uh, it'll all work out. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Don't be afraid to speak up to her, though. Mm -hmm. Did you have a mom and son relationship before you woke up? Like with me like, and her? Yeah. No, no. She's not like my mom, and I don't have... I was a middle child, so I never had mommy thing. Oh, good. She was... My mom's super connected with my big brother, little brother. Yeah. Me and I, whatever. Oh, good, so I, I was lucky with that. Are you doing my, this silent prayer? I try, I've done it a couple times with you. With the, I mean, you were in the room with, on my computer. Right. <laughs> I was wondering where I was. Yeah, that's <laughs> In Ohio. Yeah. And any questions about that? No, no, I just got to keep, my, my problem is I, I don't have a problem with the consistency. I even did the app, meditation apps, and I, we were talking earlier, I just have the problem with, Sticking with it. That's a shame. Yeah. Because if you don't put seeking the kingdom first, you're not going to make it. Okay. You got to seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, and then everything will be added. But if you don't do that prayer so you can stay aware, then you're going to suffer. Okay. Because you're going to be walking in darkness. God wants you to have his mindset. He wants to renew your mind. Because right now you have a, a beta male mind. Female. <laughs> but he'll renew it. Okay. That's what men and women. He will renew your mind. But if you don't stay with the prayer so he can stay with you, mm -hmm. then it's not going to happen. Okay. Why not do it every morning and night? I do the Lord's Prayer every day, and I have my own prayers, affirmations, but I, I've been stuck with the silent prayer. So you do the Lord's Prayer, Correct. like Our Father? Correct. And then you do your own thing? Yeah, and I listen to a couple of gospel songs. Amazing. Yeah. So Cut I do. that out, man. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you don't need all that. Okay. I know you've been taught that. No, no, I wasn't taught that. Well, how do you get all that? Well, What's your I, affirmation? It's like, you know, I am strong, I am a leader, things like that. You know, oh, you I, get up and lie to yourself. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm tricking myself, maybe. No, you're not. You're being tricked. Okay. Just because you say you're strong doesn't make you strong. You have to know that you're weak, and then you shall be made strong. Okay. Confirming it like that is a waste of time. Okay. All you're doing is deceiving yourself. Now, would you agree that your, your silent prayer is a meditation? Because when I've done, I feel like it's <clears throat> But you're not going to meditate. You're going to let go. You want to observate. You wanna, okay. It's going to bring you out of those, the darkness of your imagination. And then you're going to watch the devil trying to tempt you. And not get, when you don't give in to him, he gets further and further away. Because in those moments, God is, is uh, re renewing your mind, and you will have the mindset of him. You've been lost in your imagination. When you were traumatized, you went there to escape and try to survive, right? Now it's time to come out and become like a kid, because children are not in their imagination like that. They can see what's real. They speak up about it until they smack down. You know, they're made to anger. But you're not, you don't want to control your thoughts. You don't want to pick out the good ones. You don't want to deny them. You just want to observe them. Okay. And it's God who is allowing you to see. 
So I wouldn't call it a meditation, but I know what you mean. Okay. You don't want to hold on to those things at all. That makes sense? That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, that's good. Yeah. And so what I recommend that you do your little hoop and a hop, your mm-hmm. affirmation thing. <laughs> and then you could do the Lord's Prayer. There's nothing wrong with saying the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Right. And then do the be still and know God. Okay. And you'll see the one you need. It's real simple. You only need one. But there's nothing wrong with doing the Lord's Prayer. All right. Any other question? No, not for now. Thank you. Yeah. But don't don't try to please your wife. I don't. Don't try to prove that you're over her. You are over her. You're mm-hmm. the, Christ is ahead. God is ahead of Christ. Christ over women, over his wife, and the wife over the kids. Okay. It's the way it is. So you don't have to prove it. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. yeah. Good, man. Mm. And did you have a question? I did. This is your first time? Yes, it is. And are you from Ohio as well? No, I'm not. Where are you from? Where are you from? Originally from Columbia. Really? Mm-hmm. Immediately I thought of coffee when you said that. Really? <laughs> yeah. They have the best coffee. We do. Did you bring some? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Next time I'll bring you some. You live here in L.A. now? Yes, in oh, Santa good. Monica. What's your name? Victoria. Oh, good. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you. You have a question or comment? I do. Okay. <clears throat> So my husband and I, this is my husband, we've both been is listening to beta you. beta or alpha? Do I have to answer that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> by you not answering, it says... I think, uh, I think that he is beta, but he definitely wants to be alpha. Right on. Yeah. And um, my question was, when... Um, We've been listening to you, and I think we're pretty much, we're both waking up. Yes. I think I'm at, <clears throat> we're at different stages in our sanctification process. I, I became a Christian last August, and he found the Lord in December of last year. So I feel like I'm a little bit more ahead of him. And uh, there are times when we, when we argue and I don't want to get angry, but because of his reaction, I'm trying to get him back to not get angry. We both end up getting really angry, right. so it doesn't it doesn't work. I totally understand that. And Isn't your question it? is what? How do we stop that? How do I not get angry? How do I get my place of being? He's the head of the family, so I need to. But then at the same time, I want to guide him because I know that he's about to do something that's not good or, or I want to prevent him from. So that mother thing comes in me and he hates that. He does not want me to be his mother. And right. I understand that and I do not want to be his mother. But if he only listened to me the first time and did it, I wouldn't have to repeat it. <laughs> yes, mother. You should have listened the first time. <laughs> Amazing. I want to talk. We talked about this in the women's forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have these meeting for ladies on the third Thursday night, and that subject came up because there's a particular woman there who was trying to recreate her husband and her image. Um, do you remember the meeting that we had about that? Were you there? Mm-hmm. What I was would there. you say if you were walking down the road, your halo was on, was turned on, and this young lady asked you, What do I do? What would you tell her? come here like you did, that would be the first thing I would honestly tell her is to find someone like you or find a way 
to, I guess, bring him down. Or really, I believe that you have to let people be in their chaos sometimes. So I would tell her, walk away and just let him stew in whatever he's, you know, going through. Because you're only in charge of yourself, not him. You know, because if he really is your head and he's going berserk, what are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other than step away, you can't do anything if your quote-unquote leader is spazzing out. What are you going to do? You just have to walk away. So I don't, I don't know if there is a right answer, but that's what I would tell her to yeah, do. Yeah, there is one. This is so good. Um, right in front of you, give him the mic and then uh, give this, bring the mic here too. Oh. Oh, you have it. Okay. Go ahead. I, I, I just say uh, let them be and show the example. And that's okay. It. Yes, sir. Well, this is your first time here? Yeah, first time here. Are you married? No. Have you ever dated? Yes. Have you ever been married? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? Why, why do women always seem to accuse men of being the ones with the emotional reaction in, in situations like that? I you know, even in my previous marriage, I was never one to really get overly emotional. It would be more in reaction to them being emotional. How many times you've been married? Once. Once. Oh, okay, I'll come back to that. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, Shirley, did, you were at that meeting when we were talking about that. So, what, what were you saying to her, this young lady? I, I want to come back to that. That's a very good question. Yes. Um, I would say, what does? I would say. Like, if you look at Jesse, he doesn't get angry. So what does his reaction have to do with you? Why are you angry? You know, like, why, why are you have to kind of work on you. But I know exactly why I get angry. Why do you, why you do know you exactly get angry? Why I know exactly why. And why? <clears throat> okay, I'm just going to give you an example. <laughs> For the past, I don't know, couple years, I knew that something was going on with him. I instinctively knew it. He was having little symptoms here and there. So I kept telling him, you need to go check yourself. You need to go check your heart. You mean like something physically wrong? Physically wrong. Okay. And he would just brush me off. Mm, Yeah, okay. I work as a corporate flight attendant, so I usually leave for maybe 15 days at a time. And I would leave this to-do list for him. And on top of that list was, please go get a, a, a coronary calcium scan. And I left this list probably four times. And it wasn't until a friend of his told him to check his heart that he did it. And sure enough, they found that, 90, that both of his arteries in his heart, the main ones, one was blocked 99% and the other one was blocked 80%. And they found this out last week. And I just said, if he would have listened to me, for this whole year that I've been telling him to do it, we would have found this out a long time ago. So that is what angers me, that I instinctively know certain things because I'm a woman, I guess, and I try to do it. I, I nag him because I love him and because I care. And if he only would have listened to me back then, we would have found this out a long time ago. And when the doctor found it out, he said, it's a miracle that you came when you came because you only had... You had very little time left to live. He could have dropped dead at any second. Do you have life insurance? No, but I'm going to get some <laughs> Get some life insurance, let the sucker die. 
Okay. Well, that makes sense now. <laughs> what do you got to say about all this? Well, it's funny. This is my family. You know everything. Uh, um, what's your first name? Costas. Costa. Okay. What do you got to say about it? Well, we were driving in today, and I, I was excited to come because I've been sort of saying I'm going to come, I'm going to come. And we're going to another church, but after what happened, I'm like, I'm going to Jesse. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm glad you came. And, uh, thank you. Uh, thanks for being here for us. Um, I said, something's going to happen today. Something's going to happen today. And she said, what do you mean? I said, I don't know. Something, I feel like something's going to happen. It's happened. She's letting out something that she maybe have, has kept in. And I guess uh, all I have to say is that nobody but uh, my wife would actually say I'm a beta male. I grew up around a lot of men, strong personalities, and I'm glad for that. I know my history, my Greek history, uh, but I have a domineering mother, and at, I've gone through some turmoils, and that started to seep in, and I've been fighting with that. Yeah. And I've told her, I don't want another mother. Yeah. You're my wife. Yeah. And I have the strength to be the man, but also I have to guide myself back on the right path. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So what you're doing wrong, you're judging your husband. You think you got God better than him. You're ahead of him. So you're playing his mother, and he hates that. Men hate women who play mother with them. They do not want another mother, but they end up marrying their mothers because they become attracted to what they hate. And so you can't get around that until you forgive your mother and overcome her identity and get back your own. But you're judging him, you know, and that's why you're trying to force him to do what you want to do. If you think something's wrong, oh, honey, look like you're having a heart attack. But if he says, okay, thank you, then leave it alone. Don't get angry. Don't try to force him because you're not God. You're not his mother. He needs to suffer. Maybe he needs to suffer to wake up. And if you love him, you would do what God would do. God would allow us to suffer if that's what it takes to wake up. And so you're standing in the place of God, and he's hating you for it. He does not want another mother. And you, uh, I recommend you overcome your mother so that when she does that, it won't move you. It won't bother you at all, and you will be able to correct her without being angry about it. Absolutely. And you know what? The thing is that at some point, I've tried to forgive because a lot of stuff's happened in recent times. Yeah. And... Uh, I haven't done it properly. And through you, through somebody here, I will do that properly. Right. Your mother's still living, right? Yeah. She was going to sneak in and surprise me after the heart situation. I that said, no. That would have killed you. <laughs> and she told on herself by accident. Oh. And I knew it anyway, but I didn't say anything yet. So she told on herself, and I called my mother straight away and said, do not come. Yes. And, and she listened. Something's yeah. happened to her, but I have to do something. You got to go forgive. and forgive her for what she's done to you. Will people here help me do that properly? Yes, and um, so you realize you do have resentment for her, right? Oh yeah. And is it right for you to resent her, to judge her? Who the, the mother? Right. Is it right I for you to? I have profound reason to to be angry at my mother. Yeah. So do you think it's right to be angry at her? No, you're supposed to. I mean, I have the right because she, the things have happened. She's done things. Right. Do I want to be? No. Yeah, and you don't have a right to resent her either. No. I understand that it happened when you were growing up and your father didn't help protect you from her. He didn't stand between you and your mother. But you don't have a right. We don't have a right to judge anyone. Right. Because when we judge, we're playing God. And nobody is God but God. So when I thought my mother was judging me, I was judging her. She probably was judging you, but because you resented her for it, you became like her. Uh -huh. And so now you're doing to her what she was doing to you. 
because you be, you become like whomever you're angry at. You're not yourself. And so you need to realize she cannot help herself. Mm-hmm. She literally can't help. She hates her mother. Her father was weak. It just goes on from generation to generation. And so I recommend you go to her and say, hey, mom, I have resented you because you were so dominating, controlling, whatever it is, right? You were a B. You used to be word. And I resented you for it, and I'm sorry for it. I'm sorry for resenting you because I become like you. And if she says I'm sorry, that's fine. If she doesn't, that's fine. If she starts crying, that's fine. If she starts yelling and screaming, just look at her like you're watching a movie. And, and let her act out because she doesn't want to admit that she's wrong. She can't have it. She's not ready for that, right? But you forgive her, and God will forgive you, bring you back into the kingdom of heaven, and your life will change just like that. You don't need her to apologize or anything. I hear you. You forgive her. Yeah. She was wrong. That makes sense? Very much so. And then you'll be able to deal with your wife the way a man should deal with his wife. She won't be able to get to you. And then she'll start to get better, and, and so on and so on. Yeah, and I've, I've had my moments, especially since we started listening to you. Yes. Where I've gone into that natural state of what I'm supposed to be. Yes. And it works out much, much better. Well, once you forgive her, <clears throat> you will wake up and never go back to sleep again. Yeah. You're just going to grow, and both of you, you just start growing and growing and growing, and life will be amazing. And it gets easier and easier and easier. But you've got to go and face your mother. Yeah. How about your father? Is Quiet, he there? calm, uh, philosophical. You know. Is he married to your mother? Not now, no. For, since I was 14. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you need to forgive him for leaving you. He couldn't have a, your mother because he was married to his mother. She took us away from him. Yeah. I remember the day. I remember the night. I was protecting the, the kid brother. But, you know, it, it does have its effects for sure. For it does. Sure. Yeah. Because your soul, human beings' soul yearn for the father. And so that void that you have is a emptiness, is a longing for the father. And so once you return to your earthly father, then you can return to God. So you need to talk to your father. I will. How do you feel about him? He's a good man. How do you feel about him? I feel good. I feel, I feel warm towards him. Does he know that? Yes, we talk uh, in a very different way from when we were kids. He was very strict, old Greek, you know. Yeah. Uh, but he's softened and uh, uh, he and I have a very clear, clear path. He's okay. very stubborn, though, in his old ways, you know. Okay. Uh, you, you, you need to be close to your father. Yeah. That doesn't mean you got to hang out with him, but don't resent him. No, I love his company, to be honest. I enjoy <laughs> oh, his good. company. Yeah. Well, go and forgive your mother, and the rest will change. Sure. Can I ask one question before yeah. I do give it up? Do, Sorry do for taking so long. you do my so silent prayer? That's next for me. Yeah, you need to start immediately. Both You'll help you. me do that Are you doing computer. it? Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you do it too? I do it together. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you do the silent prayer. I promise. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you one question before? Yeah. I go? Sorry, everybody. Hey, don't apologize. Yes, okay. You can. Um, yeah. What about women that have problems, that kind of problem with their mother? Do they do the same type of forgiveness? Absolutely. Because w- most women are not themselves. They are their mothers. They have their mother's personality. They think like their mothers. They act like their mothers. They are not themselves. Anyone who resents, you lose your identity and you take on the identity of the person that you resent. And most of the time, it's the mother. And so that's why a lot of women, they can't go and forgive their mother because they resent her. So they feel subject. They feel guilty if they were honest with her or they're afraid to be honest because they don't know how to deal with her reaction. And so, but most women are not themselves. They are their mothers. 
So women need to go and forgive as well. Absolutely. Thank you. They are not themselves. You become like who you hate. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Have you forgiven your mother? I thought I had. Give her the mic. I thought I had. Why did you think you had? Because I've had conversations with her where I've confronted her and I've said, I forgive you, Mom. But then a week later she does something and, and I get so angry at her. Well, you haven't forgiven her. Because you need to go to her, let her know why you resented her, and let her know now, you know, now that you understand, I understand you couldn't help yourself. I'm doing the same thing to my husband. I'm doing it, I'm acting just like you, and I can't help it. I don't want to be that way. Because now you have some understanding. So you need to tell her why you resent her, then forgive her, and you'll be fine. What if she, she's just not going to understand what She I doesn't say. need to. That's the beauty of it. She does not need to understand. God want to bring you back into, and he doesn't need your mother to understand or not understand. He want to set you free from her so you could be yourself yeah. and not be like her. You don't need, that's the beauty. He said, forgive and I will forgive you. He doesn't say, ask, don't ask for forgiveness. You forgive and God will forgive you. That makes sense? Yeah. So are you going to do it? Yes. All right. And then you'll be free. And then you stop bugging your husband. <laughs> All right. And if he has a problem, you see something happen, there's nothing wrong with bringing it to his attention. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, leave it alone. And if he decides, well, I'm not going to go to the doctor, you can't force it. Just make sure the insurance is all up. <laughs> so you and the kids will be fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you did your part. You brought it to his attention. Right. But you can't make him do it. Mm -hmm. And when you get angry, you're playing God. You're trying to force him to do it. And it's not your right to do that. Right. We can't force anyone to do it. We shouldn't. Right. You know what I mean? I do. That's why when I give out the best advice and people don't do it, they don't do the prayer, they don't watch themselves, I say suffer and die. Because that's what God would do. Have you noticed? God will let you suffer and die. He'll let you go to skid row. He'll let you get into bad relationships. He try to warn you along the way, but if you don't want it, you can't make, it, you can't make another person love you. That makes sense? Yes, it does. So make sure you start with a silent prayer mm -hmm. and back off. Okay. You have kids? No, we're trying to have kids. Oh, okay. Well, make sure you go and forgive your mother before you make a baby. All right. Any other questions? Well, I can be here all day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> not right now. Oh, okay. If something pop up, let me know. I promise. All right. Anybody else? Yes, James. This is fun. Yeah. What are you thinking about? You're all in deep thought. What are you thinking about? Nothing? Just an empty mind right now? <laughs> you think about a million things. Give me one thing, if you can share one thing you're thinking about. Uh... I don't know, 25 things at once, I can't Give tell. Give me two of the 25. Uh, well, my dad's kind of dying, but they don't want me over there for Thanksgiving because I was a, like an alcoholic for 20 years, so I'm trying to make amends for it. But uh, Who you know, don't I want you over? Uh, the family. Does your father want you to come over? I don't know. I haven't spoken with him in three months. He can't talk anymore. Oh, he can't talk? Yeah. And they are telling you not to come over because you're an alcoholic? Well, I told him that I quit and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fixing myself. So it's just 
they don't nobody really wants me over there, and I don't want to. I don't want them to die without me saying goodbye. Yeah. So. Is this your mother and, and other family members that don't want uh, you? No, over? just my my father's side. Uh, your father's so, side of the family. Yeah. They don't want you there. No. That's evil, man. I burned all the bridges for the last twenty years. That's why. Oh, have you caused a lot fault. of problems for them? Well, just isolating myself from them. Just isolating yourself? Yeah, just keeping myself away from them just because I would be drinking and no one else drinks. That's so. the only reason they don't want you there? They're like, well, you haven't gone rage. into their lives and caused a lot of problems? Yeah, kind of really, like, mostly issues with, you know, just relationships with all of them. So. Oh, I see. Pretty much burned every bridge. Can't you apologize and say, hey, I, I realized I was wrong and I'm sorry and I want to see my father? That's what I've been doing for the last week, but it's a lifetime of... You know. That's amazing, man. Yeah. That's How are you right. feeling about that? Well, I'm going to try to go make amends and actually be there. I've been a thousand miles away for the last couple of years. So. Why did you become an alcoholic? Makes all your problems go away every night. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next morning, they're still there? Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you know how to overcome that? Uh, I'm figuring that out right now. I'm with my, uh, my brothers and everything. We're doing everything we can to identify all the issues and get over it so oh, okay yeah well, the one thing i want I, I encourage you to stop saying that you are an alcoholic yeah. because you're not an alcoholic you're an angry man separated from god yeah and as a result you abuse alcohol to feel better to try to survive yeah and because once you drop that anger the desire for alcohol would disappear too you won't need it because you have perfect peace exactly so whomever you're angry at even if it's at yourself, you need to let it go. That's what I'm trying to do, yeah. Are you doing my silent prayer? Uh, no, I pray to God in kind of my own way. How did you find us? This is your first time here? Yeah, with um, with Josh. Oh, Sperling okay. And... Um, I want you to, what did Josh tell you to do about your issues? Uh, we've been discussing stuff for the last, like, eight or nine years, just kind of feeding back and forth on how to battle this and get through this, and relationships and how to fight alcoholism and just, how do you fight alcoholism uh just you know just be a stronger person somehow or go into a store and don't look in that aisle or that doesn't you know. work i know it doesn't we've been just trying to troubleshoot you say it. i'm going in the store today and i'm not going to look toward the aisle where the alcohol is that's yeah. the first thing you do well, yeah, they put it right in front all yeah. the time. So you're like, don't go to the store anymore. Just... Uh, no, I used to do that with ice cream. I'm not, I'm not going to buy it today. Yeah. And then I lied to myself, I'm going to get a small one. There you go, an addiction is an addiction. <laughs> Listen, if you drop the anger, you, all that stuff would disappear. Exactly, yeah. I need self-peace. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Right, you right got to forgive. Yeah. You got to forgive your parents first. Yep. Have you forgiven your mother? Oh, yeah. You went to her and forgave her? Uh, we've, we've, we've worked it out. Did you go to her and forgive her? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, a, year, a couple years ago. Yeah. You went to your mother and forgave her? Yeah, and she forgave me. I wasn't the best kid, so. But you were just like her. You I, didn't need her to forgive you. You needed to forgive her. Because well, yeah, she we, made you the yeah, way yeah. you are. Yeah. Did you know that? You're just like your mama. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a real man, you're a real woman. All right. And that's why and you have conflict with that. Yeah. You are your mother. And don't ask your mother to forgive you. You forgive her because she was wrong, but she couldn't help it. And God will forgive you. Then he will give you perfect peace. 
and alcohol would disappear. You won't need it anymore. So it's from my mother, you're yeah. saying? Okay, so yeah. that's what it's built up from. Okay. That's where it's from. Okay. And you need to forgive her. Your father couldn't even handle her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So forgive her so you can get better. Okay. Nothing else is going to work but that. Do you all understand that? Nothing else is going to work but forgiveness. You can't fight it on your own. There's nothing you can do about it. Because you may uh, stop drinking, but then you start smoking pot. Do you smoke pot? I don't, but I thought it would, might be a replacement. See, yeah, rest my case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, you don't want anything or anyone to replace it. You don't want a physical replacement. You want the Spirit of God to replace it. You want perfect love. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find right now. So. If you forgive, you'll be fine. Gotcha. And don't hold anything against yourself. You could not help but go through what you've gone through. Okay. That makes sense? Yes, sir. Yeah, so go and forgive your mother. You'll be fine. Okay. Are you going to do it? Yeah, I just got to get out of church and call her. Is she in L.A.? Uh, no, she's in Iowa. Okay, yeah, call her and say, hey, Mom. I was talking to this black guy today, <laughs> and he told, made me realize the only problem I have is resenting you, and I'm sorry for I realize you couldn't help yourself. Don't ask her for forgiveness. And if she says, okay, son, I forgive you, say, I don't need you to forgive me. I didn't ask you to forgive me. Yeah. I'm sorry for the way I've treated, been with you, for hating you, because everything you've done was because of her. That's just, you had bad parents, so you couldn't help yourself. You were not born that way. You didn't just wake up one day and decide, let me just be mean and nasty. Yeah. You gave back what they gave to you. You became like them. Okay. What do you think about that? I mean, it's off the, like a little bit off the path that I thought I was going to work this out with. But yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, you know, I, I'll try it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to try it. I'm going to do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah, don't try it. I'll and also do, do the silent prayer. Silentprayer.video. I want you so you can quiet down because you should not be having 200 thoughts going through your head right now and going with it. Every thought you get is a lie. Yeah. Every one you get. Do you create thoughts? Well, I'm just dealing with circumstances. Is that what you mean? Do you, all these thoughts you were thinking about before I came to you right now, were you creating those thoughts? I mean, they've just been formed in the last, you know, I don't know how long Who formed years. them? I'm probably in my own head. You formed them yourself or someone did, else did in your head? Just reactions to daily life, I guess, that trying to solve problems. Let me just tell you this. Satan is your daddy, yeah. and he formed those thoughts. Okay. And they are all lies. And the reason that he's doing that, because he wants you to believe the lie. And when you believe those thoughts, you can't believe the truth. But when you doubt those thoughts, then there's nothing left but the truth. You have to doubt every thought. All of them are lies. So he's trying to make me confused? I'm so sorry? That I, so he's trying to, like, dwell in confusion? Yes. So that I can't concentrate and I'm... That's right. Okay. So that he can make you destroy yourself. Gotcha. And so that he can keep you from the presence of God. God is in the present, right? Not in the past, not in the future. And as long as he can feed your thoughts and you believe that stuff, you're never going to have faith in God. And so he constantly on you to keep you from the presence of God. But you got to doubt every thought you get. Everyone. Even if you use something that already happened, that's not true because that's not who you are today. So no such thing as a past or a future. 
God said, come into my presence. You got to be in the presence of God by staying out of those thoughts. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah, because I have no control over the future and the past already happened, so that's just regret. So right. living in today, right now, this that's second. That's all that's okay. important. All right. And that's all you, I have power over of, right? And you don't even have power well, over that. Okay. But God gave you authority over it because you're with him in the present. Okay. But there is no past. Have you noticed that? What do you mean? I'm sorry? There is no past? Right. So forget about the past, you mean? Where, where is the past? It's yesterday. Where is yesterday? Know, 24 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's only in your mind. It doesn't even exist. It's never existed. Okay. Even when you were in the so-called yesterday, you were in the present. You were not in yesterday. You were in the present living in your head. Satan is lying to you about all of that. That's why God said, bring every thought into captivity, every one, because all of them are lies. Don't even talk to yourself. You know how those thoughts be talking to you? You're like, yeah, that's true. You ever do that? <laughs> right? Okay. Do you ever do that? Do you what? ever talk to yourself? Uh, I guess. Don't do it anymore. You see those crazy people walking down the road talking to themselves? <laughs> You're going to end up that way. Okay. Do not even communicate with the devil at all. Okay. That's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And the reason it makes sense is because God is trying to bring you back to him, and he's allowing you to see that this is true. Yeah. But you've got to doubt every thought. And if someone tried to judge you based on what happened yesterday, that's their problem and not yours. Okay. It has nothing to do with you. Those are judgmental people. Okay. All right. All right. Any questions about that? Uh, no, it's pretty straightforward. Does it help? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll try to. Yeah, and don't hold anything against yourself either because you couldn't help but go through what you've gone through. Don't take it personally. That way you can overcome it. But if you put yourself down, you're just going to stay there. Don't judge yourself. Okay. All, All right. right. Thank you. All right. Are you married? No, sir. You've been married? No, sir. You have kids? No, sir. Oh, good. Okay. All right. James, you had a question, quick question or comment? Go ahead. Do you feel better? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, you have some insight now on what you do. Yeah, that's what I need. All right. So forgive your mother, you'll be fine. Okay. Yes, James? I have a few questions. I'll try to get quick ones in. Alex Calloway asks, is it better? He might have given a Super Chat donation, by the way. Oh, well, thanks for the donation. Yeah, somebody did. Yeah, is it better to pray vocally or in your thoughts? Well, one thing for sure, don't pray in your thoughts. How are you going to pray? I know what you mean, but anybody ever prayed in their thoughts? Yeah, I used to do that too. I'm thinking, Lord, have mercy. Help me, Jesus. But not saying it, but that's Satan praying for you. And he's not going to let your prayers go to God. No, don't pray in your thoughts. You got to overcome thoughts. Thoughts are your enemy. They're not your friends. They are your enemy. Just think about it. Look how much they've messed you up, led you down the wrong path, made you believe things that are not true. And once you believe something that's not true, it's hard for someone to convince you that it's in your imagination. Like, no. Like, uh, the wife goes off to work. The husband, being a beta male, stays home because he's a housewife. <laughs> And the wife comes home, why are you late? You're five minutes late. She's like, oh, honey, 
the meeting lasts a little longer today. No, because Satan told her, him that she cheated on the way with the boss, and he's angry about it. And when he's angry about it, there's nothing the wife can do could convince him. Nothing. She just has to say, okay, be mad, because he believed into a lie. Absolutely believed into a lie. So all thoughts are lies. Super Dave asks, why should he not have any friendship with a single woman the way he has guy friends? Who? Super Dave. Because he's a beta male, <laughs> and he's going to try to have sex with him. And you'll be telling women all your problems. Have you, any guys ever told women your problems? Did it work out? <laughs> Let me come here with the mic. I got to ask. <laughs> Who did you tell your problems to? The woman that you told your problems to? Was it your wife or your girlfriend? Yeah. Well, my wife and that relationship went downhill. Yeah. And well, pretty much, I got on like online dating. Oh, beta. Much, yeah, and I pretty much talk to all of them about just problems between men and women and even though pretty much everything I was saying was true they rebelled against it yeah. and it just so it got to a point where I just said you know it doesn't even it's a waste of your energy to, to argue with a woman about anything because they don't have understanding they're more emotional yes so when you would tell your wife your problem you'd be like oh honey it was so rough at work today yeah. I just can't hardly handle it. Yep. It even got down to one point where I was having problems with a supervisor. I used to be a fireman. Oh, really? And I came home, you know, and you watch these, you know, these movies, and you see the man, you know, break down and cry because he can't take it, and the woman, it's going to be all right, honey. And it's oh, like, man. It, You've done it that? never goes that way in reality. You never. broke down and cried? Yeah, I did. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad your wife left you. Yeah, I, I, me too. <laughs> uh, a man should never, ever, never, never ever, never, 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 all lie. <laughs> si, senor. Mama mia. Si, senor, senor. Hold your wallet. Tell a woman his problem. Never. No, no expert woman. No preacher woman. No TV woman. No woman at all. Don't even tell your mama. They can't handle it. <laughs> You've done that? What? You told your mama your problems? A few times, yeah. Uh, beta! <laughs> <laughs> okay, working on them. Oh, dad, good. <laughs> Go to your mind. father, man. <laughs> and the reason for it is not set up that way. That's why. This is order of God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, woman over children. It's not in the woman's nature to handle your problems. She can't even handle her own problems. She needs you to direct her in that. And so when you go to them to tell, they're just judging you. They're like, oh, tell me all about yourself. Oh, I'm a thief. And then for the rest of your life, they're going to see you as a thief. You can get up and walk on water to go to work. She's going to think, that's thief. <laughs> Forty years would go by, and she would say, I, you're trying to act like a man right now. You are a thief. I remember we used to steal. 
that's not in the nature. You understand that? And don't let the world say, oh, you hate women. We're all equal. You can do it. They're lying to you. The world is lying. And that's what they're supposed to do, deceive you. Weaken you. Yeah, children of the lie. Do not do that, man. I've done it too, so I'm guilty of it. I, didn't, I was a baiter. I didn't know it better. It never worked. And then when you tell them your problems and you get better and you don't do it anymore, they still believe you're still doing it because it's not in the nature. That makes sense? Do you agree with me on this? Um, yes. You do? A man should never tell a woman his problems? Correct. What is she going to do with your problems? It doesn't even make sense. But I understand in that father's state, he, you can. But he is now an alpha male. He is? Yeah. How do you know? Because I know him. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. You believe her? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to me, he is. Yeah, I know. I'm playing with you. To me, he's an alpha male. Well, I'm glad. Are you an alpha male now? I'm growing into it. I think I'm like 90% there. So you're not an alpha male yet? Not quite. <laughs> not quite. I understand. So you asked a question earlier. Repeat, restate your question. I don't remember the question. About something, why do women... Oh, yeah. Why do women, when they're in a conflict with men, they always seem to project the man as being the emotional one. Yeah. When the man might be trying to overcome their emotional state and impress the point of the whole discussion. Yeah. They can't help it. Yeah. But, but women, it's hard for women to admit that they're wrong. Um, women are very, very, very insecure, very insecure. And so they try to find a weak investor, something else to control, to make themselves feel secure, to get a false sense of security. They really can't help it, so don't take it personally. I did. Personal. A perfect example was this morning. I have a sister, and we live together right now, and she's on her way. She, she was on her way to church, and I was on my way here. And before she left, we had a discussion about uh, what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman. Yeah. And the argument started with me and my brother arguing on what it means to be a man because I talked about, talked to you about what it means. You know, you always ask people, what is a man? Right. And I gave a general definition based on my understanding of the Bible. And basically, man was created in God's image to reflect his good character of yes. being creator and all of that. And he says, well, can a woman do that too? And I says, yes, but you didn't allow me to complete my definition, so let me add to it. And he's to fulfill the purpose for which he was created. Now, the woman was also created in God's image, but she was created to be his help. So my sister wanted to say, well, I don't need to talk to you as a man to help you. I need to go to the manufacturer to talk. But I said, well, let's, let's look at this as an example. I says, Let's say I'm, I'm fixing your brakes on your car, and I call out, and, I, and you're my wife, and I call out, and I says, hey, give me a glass of lemonade. You're helping me, but, well, I'm not helping you fix the brakes. I said, yeah, I'm thirsty. <laughs> so how are you actually going to go to God to help me when the real issue is God created you to help me, not for you to talk to him well, about thing, how you help You are right that if a woman is married, she has to go through her husband to get to the father, right? Yes. But if she's not married, she can go straight to God herself. Exactly. So you're right about that. Well, that was the, the, yeah. the scenario I gave her. That right. we're, let's say we're hypothetically right, married. If, married yeah. if I'm thirsty and I'm working and 
according to the Bible story, Adam was given dominion to keep the garden. So the woman is to help him do that. Yeah. So at what point does she need to talk to God about anything? She that's needs right. to talk to Adam. Her, yeah, Adam, what do you need in accomplishing the primary purpose that God that's gave Exactly. And so when, is she still going to live with you after church? Well, <laughs> well, she, like most women, I don't want to hear it. Stop it. I'm off to church. Yeah. <laughs> and I let her go. That's right. Amazing, man. Um, I, I got to do this because of time. Um, there's some things I want to bring up real fast now because time's gone by already. Uh, to, today, James had a call on his show about love. Did anybody hear that? Some guy called in and he wanted to know what was love. And James, what was the basic discussion about love? Do you remember? He's basically asking why love why you say love is not like is not liking somebody a lot he oh, feels that liking is love and oh yeah okay you remember have you ever said i love you but i don't like you anybody ever said that that's an, <laughs> that's an amazing statement to me right now have you ever said that in the white blouse have you ever said i love you but i don't like you uh no you never said that to anyone how about you no, I have. And so we talked about this on the radio, right? And I'm thinking that word like, how can you say I love you, but I don't like you? Where is the like? Where does like live, you know? Have you ever thought about that? Yes, Hermes. I mean, you could be dealing with uh, a family member or one of your kids and they're acting up or whatever. You may not like, you know, you genuinely just don't like them in that moment. You know, you don't like what they're doing. But I don't think it doesn't mean you don't love them. Like, it's not necessarily, I don't think it's necessarily hate, but you just can't stand them right then and there, you know. <laughs> Sounds like light to me. So you're like, oh, look at them. I can't stand you. I remember once I was driving from Oregon to Los Angeles, and one of the Bond guys was with me, and he was a teenager. He was like 17 or so, and he was lazy, trifling, no driver's license or anything, right? And normally when someone is riding with you a long distance, you want to switch over sometime, get some rest. I looked over, and I saw him just sitting there. I'm thinking, I should push him out the car. <laughs> <laughs> he is not worth a dime. Can't even drive. What kind of man can't drive? I learned how to drive when I was three. You know what I'm saying? And, and I looked at him like, oh, wow, he just looked like a big, fat, lazy meat sitting there. <laughs> but let me tell you about the light thing. And so you could challenge me on this, but you either love someone or you hate them. There is no like. And so if you're dealing with someone and you're feeling agitated and they've gotten to you and you can't stand them, you hate them. You have not gotten over your anger and that situation, that person has gotten to you. There is no, there's no gray area. Love is simply not hating. When you don't have anger, I'm telling you, and I used to have the light thing going on too, so I know what you mean, right? But once God forgave me after I forgave, it's just love. There is no hate. There is no like. 
And if someone is trifling, you deal with that person, but you don't feel anything about it at all. They can't frustrate you. You know, you can't say, oh, I can't stand you. You know, unless you're just joking around. But if you're feeling something about it, you will hate them. You know, it's no such thing as light. That's another word we've been deceived by. I like ice cream. I like alcohol. I like, I don't like alcohol, but I'm just using you. I, you know, but with human beings, you either love or hate. There's no gray area. And you're not going to know this until you are born again and you wake up. You come back to perfect love. And in perfect love, there's no feelings, no thoughts, no emotions, no nothing. You only have the emotions because you're in a fallen state. And so in that fallen state, you start to name everything, like and all that kind of stuff, right? I love you. I fell in love with you. Now I'm out of love with you because you're in a fallen state. But once you wake up, there's nothing but love for even your enemy. That's why I can argue with my enemies without them getting to me at all. They don't get on my nerve. They don't embarrass me. They don't put me in fear or anything because I don't feel anything for them. I just don't hate them. So when you get over that anger, the thing that's missing is the anger. And love is a light unto your feet. It's not based on how you think or what you feel or what they feel about you at all. So it's either love or hate. It's not like. Isn't that something? It's not like. Anybody disagree with that? I'm telling you. Yes, sir. Real fa- right here, uh, Esther. I, j- I like hanging out with my, my friends because even though we might have disagreements and arguments, we, we have this coming together where we elevate each other. Like, I got a best friend. His name's Derek. And we've had some really knockdown discussions where I'm yeah. becoming really angry and hostile. But it got to a point where I want to be wrong in my philosophy and I want him to show me where I'm missing it. So even though we might have some energetic discussion, we elevate. And so we're drawn to each other because we like each other, because we're making each other better men for the interaction. So I, um, when I get into those discussions with my friends, yeah. or anyone really, it's fun. Yeah. I, and I, I don't mind how, how heated it becomes with them, right? Yeah. But honestly, I don't feel anything about it. Oh. Nothing. And that's what I want you to know. In God's love, there is no feelings. And yet there's a time for everything. Time to cry at a funeral. Time to celebrate and be happy about it. But once those time passes, you're done with that too, right? His love is just a light unto your feet. It's not a judgment. It's not emotional. You only have the emotions because you have separated from God and Satan is your father. And that's why once you wake up, you have perfect peace. And it's based on what is right, not what you think about at all. But you got to overcome the anger. But don't you have to also understand, like, the nature of the, of the person? Like, you will see me it. understanding the nature of, of me relating to you as a man versus relating to me towards a woman. Like, I used to hate women. And I hated them so much that I would say and do whatever I needed to do to get what I wanted out of them. Right. But now I don't hate them. Do I you, like them do you think, a, because, I, because I know how they are in their nature. Why do you like them? I like them because they're goofy. <laughs> they're goofy when you actually start 
listening to them talk and you get out of the situation and look at Ooh. Goofy. He's like. <laughs> like I get, I'll give you another example. We gonna, I'm going to show you Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, was ta- <laughs> I was talking to my sister about marriage and divorce, and she basically got upset that you would get out of a marriage and take half. And I says, well, wait a second. When you were married, you had the whole thing. You had access to the house, the money, and everything. But you honestly think taking away half is going to make you happy? And she didn't know what to say. Because I said, if, if I give you a whole pie and that doesn't make you happy, if I yeah. said, well, I'm going to take half away, would that make you happier? And she didn't know what to say. So they think goofy. Do you communicate with women differently than you were with men? Yes. And, and why? Because they're a different creature. But why would indifferent creature meaning what? They don't think logically like men do. But isn't it, and they're very sensitive. Isn't it your responsibility to bring them into that mm-hmm. by communicating with them in the same manner you were with a man or a male? No. It's not, no, it's not my... I just accept their nature for what it is. Ooh. And now it's gotten to a point where I can like them and not hate them. He and then I can, an after. <laughs> and then I can separate and love them. Oh man! Yeah. Real fast, what do you say? What do you say to that? Do you communicate with women, the man, the guy? Yeah. Do you communicate with women any differently than you would a man? No, at my peril, many times. <laughs> Meaning what? Uh, I speak to her the same way I speak to anybody. I'm telling you guys, if you are, you have to realize you're the Christ, you're the example. You're the way for the ladies, right? And so if you have perfect love and you deal with women in the same manner you would deal with men or anyone, they're going to see something in you that causes them to examine themselves, and then they'll start to overcome. You, you can't treat women any differently than you would a man. Only if you hate them that you treat them differently. You're afraid of them, or you got to tiptoe around them, or you got to speak a certain way, or you don't want to hurt their feelings. That's not the way God deals with ladies. He deals with them in the same manner he deals with us, with perfect love, with honesty. And so you're not supposed to deal with a woman any differently than a man. You're just not supposed to hate her. Because if you're the son of God, and your love is coming from God, and your love is perfect, and the the reason that you're on earth is so God can create love through you, why would you treat the lady differently? Because she's not my equal. What does that mean? She's not your equal. Oh. I, was, I, I was made for a specific purpose, so too she was made different but to fulfill the purpose. But it's your job, though. You represent God on earth, right? Yes. And it's your job to point the way where she can come back to the Father. And if you're treating her differently, thinking you are not equal, I wouldn't even have that kind of thinking going on. You, you're not supposed to be thinking about those kinds of things. That stuff is all ego. I don't walk around thinking, oh, I'm better or different than a woman. I don't think that at all because I know who my father is, and he created the woman too. And she needs to return to him just as the men need to return. I wouldn't have that kind of thinking going on. That's from the devil. So if you're in a relationship with a woman and it's her role to follow and she doesn't want to follow, you know, how do you do that? By being a perfect example. And then about 50 years, just before you die, she might come around. (laughs) And your kids will be saved. 
But you treat her, you treat her with perfect love. That's how you do it. What are you thinking? I just found that had I been more dismissive in terms of some of the things that occurred in my previous relationships, the relationship still would be kind of ongoing, and I think the woman would be more open to receive direction as opposed to just being outright rebellious. Because yeah. most women will complain of being not happy in a relationship, but was happiness really one of the but women are looking for foundations the love. of marriage? Women are looking for the love of a father. And so you need to be that example for them. You need not to need them. They need you. And, and that way you just live the life and, they will, and then you correct them when they're wrong, but you don't resent them at all because you understand that they can't see. If they can do better, they would, just as with you or with men. If they can see, then they'll do, but they can't see. And so you have to be that perfect example. The problem is in the past, you've been a beta male, beta male you had the wrong need for the woman. And that's why it didn't work. Women cannot stand a man that need them. They don't like men when you need them. What do you think about that? I, I was just thinking one thing I appreciate about being here is that you're very insulting, but it's not insulting. You're being <laughs> honest. <laughs> you know, for, for you to call a guy a woman, you know, in the presence of all these men and women. But they already would, know. Exactly. <laughs> but, but the thing was, you could hear the hush around the crowd. They're like, oh, you know, did he call him a woman? You know, and, and you just continued man. on as if, you know, it's just oh, a matter of fact. because I'm not trying to insult you. Right, you're not trying to insult. I and Every man that. that has anger is a woman. It's not normal for men to be angry. It comes from your mother. He's told you that. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, if you, and you still have anger, right? No. Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> no. Yeah. I know. But that's why I did, I'm telling you, though, but you can't, God treat us all the same with perfect love. And if we don't listen... He let us suffer. So if the woman doesn't listen, let her suffer. But you still treat her the same manner you would treat a man. Be honest with her. Be the same kind of thing. Uh, are you having S-E-X out of wedlock? I was. Are you still? <laughs> no, I was. Uh, I think it's are you been still maybe doing about, that? No, it's been about two months. Oh, that's a Since, long time. Well, 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 no, 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 I'm so proud of you. No. He needed applause. My name is John Doe. I haven't had sex in two months. Hi, Jesse. No, no, but but it was it was about two months ago, and and I started listening to you about a month ago. Uh -huh. That I just kind of had this revelation in in being online dating that. Uh, I was just really feeding into women's egos yeah. and wasn't getting really anything other than just a moment of gratification for all this energy. Right. So I decided so, to just take that energy and develop myself. So Good. Do the silent prayer and cut it out. Don't be doing that. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not even interested in that. That's because you're not dating right now, right? Yeah, I'm dating. Oh, yeah. you guys are dating? Yeah. Ooh. Was your wife black or? She was black, yeah. Uh, and you're not going black anymore? <laughs> I would say post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> That's amazing. More likely I won't go back. <laughs> wow. That brings me to something. Uh, I have a question. Yeah, yes. So are you 
basically saying that women are doomed even if we because we even if we want to try to get better and we do the silent prayer and and are we basically because we 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 don't think like men do are we ever going to get better even yes. if we try that's a really good question let's say that your husband don't wake up let's say he stays a beta male right mm -hmm. if you do the prayer and you don't hold anger against him mm -hmm. you are waking up mm -hmm. and you you will become an example for him but not with your words but the way you deal with life he will see that you don't resent him but you love him meaning that you don't hate him for being weak and that you're honest and fair with him. You're not imposing. And that can cause him to wake up. The moment you admit you're wrong for being angry, you're on your way. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm telling you. It's no different for women than it is for men. You just have to realize you're wrong for being angry. You're in a fallen state. And then God will forgive you. Apologize. You know, go and forgive. It all changes. So, no, you're not doomed. And so then he will listen to me without me nagging him. You have a better chance of him listening to you by just putting it out there and leaving it alone than you are when you try to impose it. Because that's your will. And as children do, men reject or fight against the will of the woman. And children fight against that with their mothers, boys and girls. So you're being able to tell him what's right, and if he takes it, fine. If he doesn't, fine. You're not going to get mad about it. It's up to him to take it. That makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. So no, you're not doomed at all. Okay. Just overcome that anger. All right. Um, I got one last one. I, I can't come back to you. No, not you. Back in the back. Yes, real fast. You believe that men should be the head of their wives, right? They are the head. Okay. So doesn't that mean a difference in treatment? Because earlier, a few moments ago, you said that men should treat women exactly the same, but if women are beneath or... If the man is the head of his wife, doesn't he treat her differently than he does men? No. No? No. You treat them all the same. So what does it mean to be the head of your wife then? Um, to be the spiritual head. So when they see you, they see the right way to go. To provide financially. To be there to, uh, when the kids go out of control, the father corrects the kids. Um, that kind of stuff. To be the example so the wife can overcome her fallen state. But you, in that, when you overcome that ego, you're not going to be thinking, oh, I'm the head of my wife, and she's beneath me. That's not even that kind of thinking. And that's where the problem is. When you're of God, you don't have an ego thing going on. You don't think she's beneath me or I need, she needs to obey me. And it's not even part of your thinking at all. You have a renewed mind. It's in that fallen state where you have that kind of thinking. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let me just tell you this real fast. So my biblical question last week was, are you holy? That was my, anybody hear about that? Do we have people here who are holy? Only two people are holy. How do you know you're holy? Because since I forgave and I Realize that I, I just don't have anger anymore, that God's will is in me. And that, you know, you talked, I, that's one of the things I want to say was that you were talking about how we don't have free will. And, and I realized that, you know, I serve one or the other and my free will doesn't exist. I'm, I am a servant to 
goodness. How do you know you're holy? So with that, I know that God's spirit is through me. I'm the vessel. So with that, I'm holy. How do you know you're holy? You had your hand, right? How do you know you're holy? Uh, there's nothing left of my old self. Okay. And no one else in here is holy. All of you, the rest of you are unholy. Okay. You want to say that you're holy? Yeah. And why? Well, when I, when I was born again um, last year and I started to believe in Jesus, um, I felt the Holy Spirit in me and there was a lot of changes in me that happened. But I think I get deceived by, by the enemy and then I go back to the fallen state. But I, I feel that the Holy Spirit is in me. Let me just say this and we'll talk about it some more next week. When you are holy, there's no way at all it's impossible for the world to get to you. Impossible for your husband or your kids or the cat or the dog or any of that. And the reason for that is because your nature now is that of God. And God's nature is holy. And that father state, Satan's nature is unholy, right? And so your nature is his nature. But once you forgive, he brings you back to perfection, to perfectness, to his perfect love, then you know you're holy. And it's not you that's holy, but it's the father that you serve. You are his son or daughter. And, he, and, and, and you don't hold grudges and you don't judge and you're not afraid and, and you're honest and you speak up. And like when you were saying that my words are insulting, right? But I'm not thinking of insulting words at all. It's just, it's the truth. And it's to wake you up if you accept it. But, and the reason I bring it up, because I get all these nasty emails and things from people, who, from Christians, you can't be holy. Only God is holy. No one is holy. And, and, and in the Bible, even in First Peter, it says, be holy as I'm holy. Be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. But Christians don't believe that you can be that way. And the reason they don't believe it, because they have been told that you could be a Christian and still sin. That's why they don't believe it, because they're still sinning, and sinners are not holy. Matter of fact, you're enslaved to your sin. But once you wake up, you will become holy as your father is holy. If he's your daddy and he, you have his nature, why would you be holy? You're created in your father's image. Does that make sense? Let me take here and then Cheryl real fast. Um, just to help me understand, what, what is sinning? Like, what is a sin? That's a good question. Joel, I want to answer real fast. Everybody know Joel? Uh, the no. audio engineer. And he has his own business now. He has a dance academy. Yes. How do you, are you, how do you, what is sin? So she shows up at your <clears> dance <throat> academy. And just before she make the first payment, she asked you, what is sin? And it's determined if she continues to make the payment. <laughs> anger is the sin. Judgment is the sin. When you have anger, you're sinning. Because you're judging, you're playing God. That's the sin. The sin is not the alcohol. The sin is not the pot. The sin is not having sex out of wetlock. The sin is the judgment. Playing God. 
And then once you stop doing that, and then all these things you picked up in order to try to get rid of the guilt, because that's the only reason you're having sex out of wedlock. That's the only reason you're on drugs or alcohol or lying, because you're guilty. You know, you, you have conflict, and you're trying to feel better because you've been separated from God. That's not the sin. And a lot of people think it's the alcohol and all that's the sin. And so you tell yourself, oh, I don't drink anymore. The Lord saved me from drinking. But you don't, you don't see that you went from drinking to something else to feel better. The sin is the hatred, the resentment, the anger, which is all the same. And it separates you from God to be your own God. That's what, it, that's what it means to be born again, to drop the anger, to forgive, stop playing God. Really. Yes, Cheryl. Um, when you say Christians think they can sin and still be Christians, it's almost like, like you just read out of the Bible, and they believe in the Bible, right. they say. Yes. But it's almost like they don't believe God when he says something, and yet they purport to serve him. It's funny how they leave out all the good stuff. Be holy is left out. Be perfect is left out. Don't sin is left out. All who sin are slaves to sin. If you say you know God, if you, in the Bible says, if you say you know me and you sin, you are a liar and the truth is not in you. For this reason, Christ came that you might not sin. Sin is of your father, the devil. They leave all that out and then they bring in, pray to God for more money. One day you're going to be better. When you get to heaven, it's going to all work out. And they're making you suffer. Why would I want, if I had to wait till I get to heaven to have peace, I might as well just sin all the way up until I'm about to die and go, oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. God wants us to have paradise right here on earth. The kingdom of heaven is within us. And if you drop this, the anger by forgiving, you can be free. They you have paradise right here on earth. They don't believe it because they're dependent on themselves. That's, they they well, don't depend on God. To. The preacher have told them that you can sin. That's why they think, oh, no, I, 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 there's no way I can stop sinning because they are not believing God. They're, right. they're, they're thinking, they I can stop sinning, but it's, it's not about well, just them. Think about this, and then I got to go. What, if I'm, let's say I'm a son of Satan, right? I'm in a fallen state. I have conflict, worry insecurity, I'm looking for love, I have fear, I have doubt, I have worry, I'm a beta male with my wife, and then I hear about, oh, Jesse, here's a God that can help you. You go to him, you can be free from all that. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, I'll give this God a try, right? And then I go to him, and I have the same problems, nothing changed, why would I even bother to switch from one creature to another one? That's not even logical. Why would you want to go to a God that's supposed to save you from all this, but yet you have the same problems? And then you start making up excuses about the problems. Does that make sense? If it's the same God, and then you got to say, well, one day it'll get better or something. They make up stuff. Say, give them excuses. So did that, did that make sense? Okay. So, uh, like, you have the Ten Commandments. So if I were to break a Ten Commandments, am I sinning, or is the anger... You're suffering. You're bringing suffering upon yourself. But you're not going to be able to keep the commandments until you have the Father and His strength in you to cause you to keep the commandments. You can't keep the Ten Commandments on your own. 
And the reason that we, when we keep the commandments, we have a good life. We're not cheating. We're not lying. We're not stealing. We're not whatever it says, right? Because now you have perfect love and you don't break those laws and you just have a good life. But you can't keep the King's commandments until you come back to the source that gives you the insight to do it. And that's God. That makes sense? Have you ever tried to keep the Ten Commandments? I feel bad, but I don't know all of them, but I think, I, I think for the most part I followed them all. You tried to keep them? Yes. But you weren't able to. Were you able to? I think, like, the first three are probably the hardest, <laughs> you know? The first three are the hardest? What, I, like, what are the, the first three? Wait, isn't it like the put God above? Yeah, love God with all you. Yeah. And, and I well, think if that, you can't do that, you can't do any of them. Yeah. That's why he's first, so he can help you do it. All right? So my last thing, I got to tell you this. So I'm at a place yesterday, and this is going to be my biblical question. I'm at a place yesterday with some black people, nice black people, intelligent black people, business owners, black people. And the subject came up about black people. And so they started saying, well, black people are never going to get better. They are never going to get better. They are just getting worse and worse and worse. The black men are no good. They are weak. They are out of control. They're angry. They're making babies out of wedlock. The women are angry and out of control. They are never going to get better. So I asked, well, what is the solution then? What should happen? They literally said with sincerity that black people need to mix marriage and make mixed babies so that black people can take on the value of the other cultural in order for blacks to get better. That is. But they believe that. They didn't even say you have to get married. They said that you've got to mix the babies so the blacks can take on the values or the culture of the other race, and then blacks will start to get better. And, I, and so I said, will you come on my show and say that? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I come on, but you can't show my face. I'm like, I don't blame you. How many people agree with that, though? Maybe some of you agree with that. No? So my question this week is going to be, how do you see black people? So when you call in, you don't have to give your name if you're afraid. But I really want to know, how do you see black people? Because these people were serious about it, and these were black people. They literally don't think we're going to get better. We're going to have to make mixed race babies and take on their values so that the blacks can get better. Isn't that amazing? This wasn't from white people. It was from black people. <laughs> so they're serious about it. I can't take any more questions. I got to end. Uh, so we're out of time, completely out of time. I appreciate you all tuning in. We have perfect counseling. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Also, don't forget to donate, tithe, and offer. We need your support. A lot of stuff we got to get done. What else? We have books and T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. Um, I want to encourage you to pray. For 29 years, I've been doing the prayer no matter what. I make sure I pray the first day in the morning, last day at night, and God is renewing my mind. You can't change yourself. He will change you if you come back to him. Make sure you put the kingdom of heaven first before anything else. And I want to encourage you to stay with it, too. If you stay with it, you'll look, you're going to realize, wow, my life is not the same. So stay with the prayer. Stay with watching yourself and knowing yourself and being honest. And it will all work out for you. Don't give up. 
do not give up. Because remember, you're still dealing with temptation from Satan. He's still trying to talk to you to get you to believe back to him. But eventually he gets further and further away where you don't pay attention to his voice anymore. Only God's voice, the voiceless voice. All right. So thank you for tuning in. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. We're doing the radio show tomorrow and uh, up until Wednesday. So, and, but we're here on Sunday. And thank you all for coming. I absolutely appreciate it. Amazing.